Hello, welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. This is Scott Tuzana of MetaBlockMasterpiece.com, <laughs> along with my man Brian Cron of BrianCron.com. <laughs> awesome, dude. Welcome to our Rift Report, the, the yeah. segment where Brian and I are getting ripped for a photo shoot. <laughs> Summer shredding. I mean, this has not been easy, dude. This is the first time I have gone through a cutting phase during the summer. Uh, I normally get shredded leading up to the summer and then just totally relaxing during the summer months. I almost treat my summer as a as bulking season, which is a good way of... It makes it so easy to justify the extra calories uh, when you take that kind of mindset approach. And it was a big downfall for me last summer where I just I put on more fat than I had intended to to put on. It made it it makes it so much more challenging to to burn it off again. And it really, I think yeah. when you're gaining too much fat, we've talked about this before. It's uh, it's uh, I think you, you've got more work to do. You spend more time in a cutting phase than you really need to that you really should be spending in a cutting phase and. It makes it a little bit tougher to, to pack on uh, that size. But either way, it's been a few weeks since we've done our, our last rip report. So we've got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, for me, leading up to that last podcast, things were pretty smooth sailing. I think I kind of jinxed myself. I was like, man, I haven't really <laughs> faced any challenges or obstacles. This is, uh, things. It's, it's easy. It's easy getting lean in those early stages. And then, uh, man, things just kind of, I wouldn't say fell apart, but is like challenge after challenge after challenge and a lot of it had to do with uh, like mini vacations social events uh, it just it hit me hard and uh, a lot of learning experiences I've, I've gone through a lot of growth during the past few weeks so we're gonna hit on that and you are no stranger to challenges as well. <laughs> things haven't been easy for you um, well, no, I've, I've had no significant challenges just I've had good challenges just really busy with with client work and 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 yeah, I've, uh, yeah, I fell full on into into like things like stress eating and, and stuff like that. And it's yeah, it's been a really rough week. So I had to yeah, I had to do a lot of the things that I tell my clients to do. I've had to do you know certainly had to jump right back in myself you know. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah, just you know watching triggers and and you know you know having a lot more structure in my day. Uh, yeah. It's it has not been an easy week, but fortunately, you know, one week is a long time to blow. So I got to, I got to play catch up now. But uh, yeah, let's 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 dive into that then, because yeah. it's I mean, there's it, it's amazing. There. So when you're when you're cutting, there's so many different yeah. kinds of challenges that you yeah. can face. So we've got the social events that we deal with, and then there's yeah. there's life stresses, work stresses yeah. that that you were dealing with just being yeah. crazy busy. Some people's lack of sleep. I mean, there's just so yeah. many things that can can go on in your life that make dieting yeah. a big challenge. So um, yeah, how did, how did you reel things in? Like what were some of the conversations? Like were you aware of the stress eating while it was going on? And were you just kind of letting yeah. it go for a little uh, It's uh, I'm stressed, I'll, I'll get back on track. Yeah. And then, but how did you finally reel things in? Well, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, um, yeah, I, I, when I work with people, it's always typically it's things like, yeah, like so, navigating social events. You know, how do you do that? And, um, you know, how do you have more, you know, structure in your day and, and stuff like that and preparing me like meal preps. But I don't get a lot of people who ask me about, you know, like, you know, I'm work, you know, I'm working, you know, 18 hours a day and, I, and, and, and stuff like that. And, and, you know, how do I, you know, and I'm super stressed at the end of the day, how do I get around that? So that's kind of what I was facing. I was just, 
been so busy with client work and stuff like that, and then fitting in my own training and fitting in you know other stuff that I got to do, that uh, yeah, by the end of the day, I would just be super ravenous, and I'd be in this calorie deficit, and I would, you know, and I would eat, and I would eat. I've been eating in excess of it, like in you know, just, I've been just been overeating at night, and just to, I guess make myself I don't know, kind of relax and feel good and. And it's just ironic because I'm cognizant while I'm doing it. I'm like, wait, fuck, I'm eating way too much here. And I'm, you know, so that's, that's kind of the rub to it all is that I know that I'm dropping the ball, but just, you know, I just, yeah. So I've, I've had to, uh, you know, I've had to like be mindful that <clears throat> it's got to stop. I mean, like cut it off in one week, well, six days, you know, and then, yeah, get right back on the program. But it's just easy to do, man. Life is a snowball. Right. And, you know, and it's just, you can have all the knowledge and all the will, you know, well, as much willpower as you can have. And eventually, you know, if you, if you let things start to snowball, it's, it's tough to stop. So, yeah. Yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. I mean, a, a week is really tough. I find oh, I got to reel things in after three days or I, that snowball gets bigger and bigger. And it's tougher to slow that sucker down. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like you can't get fat. Well, most people can't get fat in a day. Right. Three, you know, three days. Now you're starting to push it, you know, yeah. but yeah, anything more than that, you really have to like, <laughs> you have to put the brakes on. Um, but it's tough to do, man. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's tough to get back into a groove sometimes. The longer you let stay out of a groove, the tougher it is to jump back in. So. Right. So, so you were always aware that like, oh, this yeah. isn't good. This isn't good. This I'm overeating, but, yeah. but fuck it. I'm doing it anyway. So how do you put the brakes on it? Like what's, did you tell yourself, like, you find yourself thinking, all right, I'm stressed, I'm overeating. How, how do you slam on the brakes and say, forget it now? Well, you know what? I had to, um, you know, the biggest thing I had to do is I had to get over myself a little bit because, uh, you know, I, my fridge is, you know, I've, obviously I'm, I'm married and, you know, it, so my fr fridge is full of, like, foods for my wife and foods for me and stuff like that. And lots of just, like, normal, normal people foods. <laughs> and, you know, and I had to just say, you know what, right now, I can't have peanut butter in the house. I just can't do it because if like I'm stressed, you know, I'm still working at 11 o'clock at night on the stupid computer. Mm -hmm. If I go into the fridge, I'm going to eat that, you know, I'm just, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to measure out, you know, a thumb size portion. I'm going to eat, you know, a gaping huge ass tablespoon of the stuff and, and put it on a rice cake. Um, <laughs> so it's like, I've had to do a lot of like the kind of the, you know, kind of the first stage damage control, like, get stuff out of my house, you know, get stuff, you know, or at least out of my reach, you know, so I'm sure my wife will be like hiding things where I can't find it, but yep. yeah, you know, stuff like that, like kind of the, the entry level stuff, because <clears throat> I just don't, uh, when I get super stressed, I mean, I need as few things to navigate as possible, you know what I mean, I just need, here's my food, this is what I do, you know, I just need less decisions I need to make, the better. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. I think that's a that's a great strategy and really important. Just shows how important it is to kind of have if you have a spouse or other people living in the house with you, trying to get them on board with you. It doesn't mean that they have to completely adopt your lifestyle, but doing things like saying, "I I can't see it. Yeah. Keep it out of sight. Don't even tell me it's in the house." Like so, if she goes shopping yeah. and wants to buy something, right away, hide it. <laughs> like I don't want to know that it's in the house because. If I know something's in the house and it's hidden, I may go on a little scavenger hunt and try to find it as well. So just don't even tell me what you buy. Don't tell me what's in here. Um, yeah. yeah, it's definitely been helpful. That's something that I had to do years yeah. ago. When I, when I first 
during my first cutting phase that was absolutely necessary for me. I, I get a little bit better now than I was before. Yep. I can see it and turn it down. I'm a little bit better at that, but that came with experience and, and practice. But yeah, that's, I think, one yeah. of the best strategies for most PMs. Yeah. Don't have it. Don't have the temptations there. It's, uh, yeah. If you have to get in your car and drive to yeah. get ice cream, it's a little bit, you're less likely yeah. to go get it than you are if totally. it's right there in the fridge. And, um, and, and the other thing for me too is I forgot, and this is something I, I should instill in my clients more, it's like I forgot how stress amplifies certain cues. Oh, big time. Um, you know, and because I've always like, I've just been Facebooking this week, like, you need a little bit of hunger when you're dieting. But I find that, and I experienced that this week, like when you're hyper stressed and you're hyper pushed, like those, all of a sudden the hunger can really get out of control and, and you end up overeating and it never really, you know, even if you have the best of intentions, you know, you'll just, it's so much harder to stay kind of like on your track. Like if you if you allow yourself to get that hungry. So, um, so what, you know, for me, what I'm going to do is like my workload's not going to go down. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to be a little bit more methodical about, you know, having my meals prepped in advance, you know, and just, you know, yeah, expecting a little bit of low end hunger, but not telling myself I'm too busy to eat and going, you know, 12, 14 hours and then getting incredibly ravenous and just, you know, overeating like that. So hundred percent that uh, yeah. big, big, big strategies there as well. And I think I, I'm a totally on board with that stress can make a, have a huge impact oh. on you and, they, and you're trying to get ripped at the same time. So you gotta be very careful with your training and your overall lifestyle yeah. as well. It's one of the reasons why I mean, I've been in that situation as well. And at the same time, doing like waking up super early in the morning to go on the step mill for 45 minutes to an hour, yeah. uh, just getting in a whole bunch of like pretty intense cardio. Um, and that type of th situation is, it was cutting into my sleep, waking up extra early yeah. to get yeah. in cardio that was kind of challenging on my body, creating a new stress. So really find that if I am under life stresses, it's best for me to just walk, get outdoors and walk because yeah. that, yeah. that relaxes me. It gets me in tune with myself and tune with nature yeah. and it, that decreases my stress. I'm still burning calories at the same time. Yeah. Maybe not as much as if I was doing a little bit more challenging type of cardio, but yeah. I find it's a, it, it, it puts my body in a more optimal hormonal state and, um, yeah. and uh, making sure that sleep is a top priority yeah. and uh, doing everything I can to get quality sleep and just, reduce, I don't want training to be an extra stress or dieting to be an extra stress. Yeah. So doing things like you yeah. did where meal prep, that's huge. If you don't have yeah. to be thinking, what should I eat right now? Or when should I eat or whatever? It's have it all set planned out ahead of time. That can definitely be a, a stress reduce. And as, as we've talked about in the past, uh, it, eating a lot of the same foods, a lot of the same meals, totally. keeping things as freaking simple as possible. Yeah. It may look boring to some people, but if it's good yeah. foods that you're enjoying, uh, it, it's, it doesn't matter if you're having a lot of the same things each and yeah. every day. It's make things as easy as possible on yourself. Well, yeah, and, uh, you know, it was, it was just very humbling for me because like, you know, I've kind of always, you know, I've been at this a long time. I kind of, you know, I consider myself sort of at a, at a, at a next level in terms of being able to eat intuitively and, yeah. you know, listen to my body and all that, and all that stuff. But I just, forgot how when you get incredibly stressed like you can't listen to your body because it tells you all types of you know self-sabotaging shit so it's a big time 
you know, so like right now I'm kind of giving my body the middle finger. You know, I'm not listening to you anymore because you're, you're pissing me off. You're telling me to eat all kinds of stuff. So I'm just going back to like, yeah, like, I mean, dieting 101, man, like these are my meals. These are like the general times of day. I'd like to eat them, you know, and just go and shop for them, prep for them. You know, I'll write it out. I won't even put it on my computer, man. I'll write it out like on loose leaf and like, you know, staple it to my door. And then just like, that's what I'm going to follow. Just right back to like hormones. And then when I, whatever, when life changes and needs a little less stress, I can start freelancing a bit more. But right. um, yeah, it's just, uh, it was, it's, it's been a humbling week that way. Yeah. So. It, it gets very challenging. We'll talk more about this in a future podcast uh, later this week yeah. about the difference between going from lean to ripped. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. it those those mind listening to your body, the leaner you get, oh my god, yeah. it's, a, it's a disaster. Your body is fighting me every step of the way. So we'll talk about that uh, yeah. about that in a future show. But yeah, really, we've gone through some some somewhat similar challenges, and yeah, uh, yeah for me it's been uh, like I said, I I had faced no obstacles, no challenges during the first couple of weeks of the cut, and then all of a sudden uh, I had a party that I went to. It was a, just a one day party. And it was a Saturday night and I was I was really good leading up to it. I didn't eat much during the day. I was like, okay, I want to enjoy myself tonight at this party. I don't want to be the guy who's got his Tupperware and not drinking any <laughs> booze. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted yeah. to enjoy myself. So I, I, I knew it was going to be a cheat day for me. My yeah. goal was to keep it in check. Um, but after three beers, I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because, I, yeah, I was really good. You see my whole day. Perfect, yeah. and even dinner time when they came out with the dinner, I, I recorded my uh, I recorded all my, my videos every single day. I, I track, I journal my, I'm been journaling this this cut, uh, every meal yeah. that I eat, the training that I do. So I'm I'm taking videos of my food and shit. I'm like that fucking this is right on. This is perfect. I'm gonna I'm solid. This is this is perfect. But then after the third beer, all of a sudden like more chips started coming out. So I'm like eating so the chips. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. And then uh, then eleven o'clock at night, they ordered pizza. I freaking scarfed that pizza. And like at that point when the pizza came, I was full. I was full. Yeah. I wasn't even hungry, dude. And I just started scarfing yeah. it back. And I'm like, oh, I felt so uncomfortable. And I get home at night, I couldn't even sleep because I was so full. Acid yeah. reflux just felt disgusting. Oh, yeah. uh, so yeah. I had terrible sleep. That fucked up my sleep. And it. It really, that was the first thought where I'm like, oh my God, this is my first challenge. And it was the first time where I, I found myself falling into that whole flexible dieting trap and being able to yeah, enjoy yeah. life, live life and, and all that kind of stuff. And I, I realized there's a big difference between flexible dieting and just being fucking stupid. Like just, yeah. just binging, <laughs> binging, being gluttonous. That's not flexible yeah. dieting. That's just... Uh, it was busy. it was nonsense and it, it just it wasn't good and like it yeah. so many people will say oh one day like that isn't gonna do much damage but it took me a good five days to take that weight down and then it only gives me two days to progress in that week and exactly. sure if you want to make a tiny bit of progress each week and live your life like that it's maybe that'll work for some people if you like having that big binge but afterwards I mean the next day I wasn't hungry. Like I had to force food in me at like two, three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like I haven't eaten all morning. I got to get some food in me, and it just—it's so far from my norm. And that—that's kind of—I fell into a, a two to three week trap like that because the following weekend we went camping, and then I had three days in a row that were not as excessive as that, but they were probably. I mean, my goal during this cut, ideally, I like 
between 1700 and 2000 calories is my sweet spot with one refeed day where I may bring it up to close to maintenance. I usually like it to be just barely below my maintenance level calories. That's, that's how I usually progress the best. Um, but during the summer, I just kind of gave myself a little bit yeah. too much freedom, I think, a little bit mm -hmm. too much flexibility because I'm like, this whole cut, I'm going to show you that you can yeah. enjoy your life and everything and, and still get yeah. ripped at the same time. So I just took it a little bit too far. And I still had I had so many people say, well, how much damage could you really do in, in two to three days? And I, I put on four and a half pounds during that three-day period. And people are like, oh, it's it's just water and food weight and everything. I'm like. Yeah, okay, but the next day I only consumed a thousand calories. For three days yeah. after that, I was only consuming fourteen hundred calories. And I still finished the week one pound heavier than I was. So I actually gained weight at the end of the, the week, even though my calories were so freaking low during like after the, the camping trip. Like that's the kind of damage you, you can really screw up. That's 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 the difference between making progress and not making progress. It, it was just to, it's calories in, calories out. If you're consuming a thousand calories a day above maintenance for three days in a row, you're gonna have a tough time digging yeah. out of that hole throughout uh, throughout the rest of the week. Yeah. Well, so, I, th I think it, the damage it does is more like like look what it did to you. <laughs> like it sounds like abuse, but I mean, it, it, like it, it knocked you off your game for an entire week because you're yeah. like, all right, well, I ate all, you know, you're kind of like, oh, I put on four and a half pounds, and you're all of a sudden you're in even though you're progressing and going about your life, you're kind of subconsciously, you're in damage control mode. Like you're like, oh, I'm trying to mitigate what I did on the last day. Like, you know, you're not looking forward. You know, you're not, you're just kind of, that's that's my, one of my biggest issues with the whole kind of cheat day dieting is that it just creates this this cycle like, oh, okay, I've you know, I got six days to get the, you know, you know, work that cheat day off. And it's just like, that's not how this, this, this shit should be. It's, it's you know, everything's about moving forward and just, one day after the next and just kind of, you know, always progressing. And if you're always in like in this, this, I'm just like, Oh, you know, I can't believe I ate that much, you know, four days ago, you know, I'm still working that, that weight off. I wonder if it's all water. I wonder if it's blanket shit. I wonder, you know, you're not, you're not fucking in the moment. You're not looking at the goal line. Like you're, you know, you're, you're, you're obsessing about something that already happened. So I mean, that's, and then, you know, yeah yeah it's almost it's almost like an eating disorder really if you think about it it's uh yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah, like a binge and so. purge it's like i'm gonna binge yeah. and then just purge well we're, we're not getting to that extent or like freaking puking or anything but <laughs> You're you're really you're drastically changing your your diet, and for me it was um, I mean I wasn't hungry, so it's not like like the, after those yeah. three days I ate the thousand calories not to punish myself or not because I felt guilty or anything like that. It's just I wasn't freaking hungry. No. But that kind of screws up everything as well. It was the first yeah. time. Um, am I cutting out as well? What's the? I'm not breaking up. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's so I wasn't wasn't beating myself up. I wasn't I wasn't feeling guilty about. It. I just wasn't hungry. But it was the first time that I've ever trained in a fasted state. Um, it's not optimal. Op not optimal for me at, at all. I, yeah. I hear a lot of these intermittent fasting guys who who they love training in a fasted state. They say they feel stronger. They say they they feel the best that they've ever 
felt when uh, they train fast. I'm like, I never understood that. I'm like, there's no freaking way. I tried it a few times on a few different programs and my body just, I just don't train well in a fasted state. But by doing, by eating like this, by having so many of those days where I was overeating and then not feeling hungry the next day, there was, it was the first day I'm like, oh my God, I'm training legs. I'm not even hungry. I, I can't even think of putting food in my body before this workout. I got through the workout and I'm like, fuck, it, it, it worked for me. Right. I, I, mean, I, I yeah. did it. I didn't feel too bad. And then I found, I ended up putting almost a week in a row of training fasted because I just, our workouts were 11 in the morning. And yeah. by the time yeah. our workout was done, I was hungry. I was definitely hungry yeah. and ready to eat yeah. at that point. So I was like, shit, you know, I can train fasted, but you know, would it, I did have some BCAAs in me, uh, which isn't really fasted. Um, but it, uh, yeah, I could do it. It was an interesting learning experience. I see what some of these other guys are saying, but really to train fasted means I have to fucking pig out at night. And that's just, it's not, it just doesn't, it did, even though I found I could do it, it was an eye opening experience, a learning experience for me. It's not optimal for me. And I really, that's what I really yeah. found during these past few weeks is that, yeah, I can live my life. I can go out and be like everyone else and, and, um, live life as they, they tell me, but I mean, I don't want to be like everyone else. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you, you can still enjoy your summer. You can still enjoy your life without yeah. eating, eating in excess, without over yeah. eating, over yeah. indulging. Cause I was always enjoying myself and I could just eat at maintenance yeah. level calories. So, um, man, it's just, I, I've experienced a lot of growth and just really come full circle to I just got to get back to what has always worked for me, which is keeping that pretty steady caloric intake, 1,700 to 2,000 calories, having a small refeed here and there. And that means I can still have a little bit of responsible, flexible dieting where 10% of my calories can come from if I yep. want to have a beer, if I want to have some chips or have some pizza, I can, I can do that as long as it fits that 10%, not, not allowing myself so much flexibility and freedom to just have a fucking all-out free-for-all because I yep. just... It, it's not in compliance with the goals that yeah. I want to achieve and for the lifestyle that I really want to live. It's just, it's not me. I find I've, you fall into that yeah. trap of what everyone else is doing. It's why they're all struggling. Yeah. And so it's, it's been an overall yeah. interesting experience. Well, I, I mean, consistency is the name of the game. And, and I really think you need to do whatever it takes. To, like I personally, I don't like this, like what I eat and, and to take up any more real estate in my brain than it already does. Cause you know, I got stuff to do. I got content to create people to coach. So, I mean, whatever I can do to be consistent and just hit my marks every day, like diet wise. So it's almost like a robot mode. I mean, that's the best fit for me because it just frees up a lot of energy to devote to other things. And I just, I just found that this week when I was devoting all this energy to you know, working and, and writing and all the stuff that then when it was, came time to make decisions about eating, I was making poor decisions. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about knowing yourself and knowing what kind of works for you. Yeah. Yeah. How about yeah. training? How's your training been lately? Oh, well, that's, well, yeah, that's been great, man. I mean, I've, uh, as I progressed with this cut, I've brought my volume down, uh, the weekly aggregate, like uh, my total volume down, but I've increased the frequency. So I've had, I'm having more exposures. Yeah, of uh, a training part, but I'm just the overall like the workouts are a little bit faster. There's only one that's any appreciable volume, so it's it's uh, it's great. I mean that's been that's been awesome. But uh, 
I just have to support it a little better nutritionally. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, no training's been awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. You you made uh, some great posts on on Facebook yeah. this week, and people were really responding well to it. I saw it, and it looks a lot like uh, structures that I have in the aesthetic muscle yeah. plan. Uh, upper lower splits where you're hitting everything three times a week, and it's uh, yeah. it's awesome. That's one of one of my uh, one of my favorite splits yeah. to work in there. Uh, yeah. here and there and yeah managing uh, that's the one thing that when you start manipulating your frequency really managing recovery can be a challenge yeah. for some people you can't you can't go balls out and it's interesting to see how some people approach a split like that they're like yeah. I, I, they're trying to keep their volume the same per workout and they're hitting it more frequently it's it's a, a surefire way to kind of run yourself into the ground there for sure so it's always great yeah. to see a, a properly structured program that yeah. adds in a little extra frequency there and allows you the recovery and, yeah. and more frequent, yeah. more frequent bouts of, of stimulation to yeah. the muscle. It's, it's a fun way to train because you don't, I find on plans like that, I never feel beat up because you're not yeah. hammering it all the time, but it's still, it's, it's nice to take, it's yeah. only, you don't want to be doing it all the time either. You got to mix in the other frequencies. Oh. So. Yeah, no, no. I, I, my volume is still too high, it's still too high, but I mean, I've, I've, I've accepted that that's one of my, one of my, Failings. I do tend to go, still go a little too high volume, but uh, you look good. Yeah, the structure yeah, I was, the structure yeah. I was seeing you on there uh, yeah. looked, it looked a, like a solid plan, man. I, I'd be all yeah, over that. Yeah. Well, man, you give me on cable curls, and I, man, I start rocking that shit all day. You know, just like two, three, four hours, man. Cable curls. Oh, <laughs> Actually, I just started incorporating yeah. uh, lying cable curls in this space. So lying on a mat on the floor and. And curl, dude, it's it was yeah. awesome. We supersetted that with hammer curls, and it was a sick bump. Yeah. I, I've never done line cable curls. I've, I've done different variations, but um, it, it's been awesome. Training for me has been. Uh, we just started a new phase of uh, our summer shred, and uh, we're yeah. still sticking with a. Um, it's a three day split where we're doing uh, chest and back day one, shoulders and mm -hmm. arms day two, legs day three. So those first three days, we're going in the six to seven rep range. Uh, yeah. Different training protocol. We're we're using some rest pause in there, um, some supersetting, and some straight sets, and then mm -hmm. uh, and then we do the same same three day split, but um, more hypertrophy focus, more higher rep stuff. We're including techniques like a eight sets of eight and hundred rep sets in addition to straight sets, and um, that that kind of structure works really well for us. We don't feel yeah. beat up. We're not going so heavy. Yeah. where we're really beating up on our joints even though it's six to seven reps it's still it's it works really well for us and and when you're doing a superset type fashion or rest pause it's really working well for yeah. us the eight sets of eight hundred rep sets it's really love nice yeah. we start we're starting with the eight sets of eight and i really love that because the first four sets of eight sets of eight we're only resting 15, 15 seconds between sets so you got to choose a weight that's about 60 percent of what you would normally lift for eight reps so it's nice and light. It kind of really builds that movement pattern in there. You get into a good groove, and then the last four sets get progressively more challenging, and then you're barely getting out the eighth rep yeah. on the seventh and eighth set. Um, it's just a great way to start the workout. It's almost like you're warming up, and then you get to that pump. Then we move on to some straight yeah. sets, and then finish with the 100 yeah. rep sets where it's just, again, a light load yeah. that you're aiming for like 20, 25 reps on that first set. Again, building up that movement pattern, yeah. and then the pump. We're only resting for like five to ten seconds rest there. So it's, it's just it's been an awesome experience. Easier on our joints, and especially during a cutting phase, you don't want to be beating yourself up like that. Just 
it's been working yeah. really, really well for us. My workout partners who are, uh, one of them is 40 years old. The other guys are over 50. We're like super enjoying it because our body is re- really responding yeah. well to this kind of, of structure yeah. and including some of those light load type training that yeah. just cause a lot of muscle damage, uh, metabolic stress, metabolic muscle fatigue. It's, uh, it's worked yeah. really, really well for us during this cutting phase. Oh, I love eight sets of eight, man. Things Veranda, the honest workout. That's what you called it. That's yes. awesome. Yeah, old school, old school. Yeah. That's, uh, that's where it's all at, man. It's, that's yeah. this is definitely yeah. where it's at. Smart bodybuilding, smart. Yeah. And he, I loved how he he was like cosmetic bodybuilding. It's aesthetics, man. Aesthetics. That's where it's at. Yeah. And it's uh, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. I love it, dude. Yeah. No, that's great, man. I'll, I'll join you for one of those workouts. Before. <laughs> yeah. That's my shit. Oh, I love it. That's that's where we're all at. It's excellent, man. So I think that's right. I think that's a wrap for catching up where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Our Next goal time. is to do more frequent. Let's get these suckers yeah. up more frequently, keeping them short and sweet. <laughs> get back to our old routine of quick fifteen to twenty minute podcasts. We're gonna be coming at you more frequently, although we got some vacations <laughs> here and there. Makes it a little bit tougher to work around, but we're going to be back you, on track with this, man. You and your vacations, man. You're constantly traveling. I tell you, man. You're just like this jet setter. How about you, man? You're in New York and all. You're all over the place uh, too, man. Uh, that's New York. That's New York. That's a one horse town, man. You just. <laughs> all right. No, I'm in the zone now. No more vacations Excellent. for me, man. All right. And that's, oh, I'm, I again, yeah. Refocus. I think that's that's the thing. One little final wrap up here is that. Yeah, I went, I faced some challenges for, for the first, like in the beginning is like, uh, this is smooth sailing, no freaking problem. This cutting thing is a breeze. And then, then I faced some challenges and I really, I, I grew from that experience. And I've now I'm like more focused than I've ever been during this entire cutting phase. I'm like, I, I, I just, I'm dialed right in right now. I'm super excited, more re, reinvigorated from it all. And it's, you think you kind of need to face some of those challenges and overcome them yeah. along the way to really propel yourself forward. So I'm just crazy freaking stoked to <laughs> rest. I am. I'm fucking all, I'm all fired up right now. Crazy dude. freaking stoked. Crazy CFS. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, dude. Awesome. Right. Been uh, been great catching up with you, dude. And uh, Yeah, you too. Hope everyone else enjoyed uh, today's show. Again, yeah. go visit our sites, metabolicmasterpiece.com, briancron.com. Drop us some comments. Drop us some feedback here. Let us know if you have any questions, any topics you want us to cover about this cutting phase, how it's been for us, challenges again, or, or victories, or how we're structuring certain things. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Catch you next time. Boom. Peace.